Hi, I'm Faith. And I'm Nasa. And this is Go Go Ladies. Ladies. A podcast about navigating life, love, and so much more from a 40 plus perspective. Hi, everybody. Hi. So we are back. Episode 17. What? That's awesome. 17? I know, right? Thank y'all for listening. It's fun. And I hope that you are finding value in the conversation. And we're bringing some joy and um, insight to your life. And thank you. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. Yes, so I just got back from Napa. Yeah. Okay, let me be honest with the people. Okay. Kind of been up for more than 24 hours straight. Mm-hmm. And I'm a bottle of wine in. It's not a good mix. It's not a good, actually it's a great it's mix. It's a great mix. You're at but, home. Um, you don't have anywhere to go. Exactly. Like the wine the, is good too. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, obviously, you know we're in Nashville. Arrington Vineyards is really close by. And um, they have the Encore wine, which is super tasty. Um, So they want to sponsor us or have us out for a jazz night. We'll happily come and bring some people with us and drink the wine because we like the wine. So You know, I have two Encore songs. Here we go. So you have, can I get an Encore? Do you want more? Do you want more? Then you have, your good love deserves an Encore. By who? Cheryl Lynn. Okay. She sang with the Luther Vandross. Oh, it's this world were mine as well. Just love Luther. Yeah. You still miss Luther? I know that I miss. I can miss you Luther. Miss Lu- you would go to a show. I would go to a show. Okay. okay. And swoon over Luther. Mm-hmm. And knowing that he's not even talking to me. He's not. But his voice was magic. His voice is butter. I think his music is so classic to me. I don't miss him physically or his presence, his music is just that good that I can just, it's timeless. I can listen to it now. And I wonder, I mean, obviously, like I said, his music's classic. Yeah. It's, it's you know, it's standing the test of time. Mm-hmm. It is Donny Hathaway's Marvin Gaye. It is all those things. Marvin. Um, so I'll be interested to see, though, what he would do now. Yeah. Especially in this climate that is not R&B crooner heavy. Right. But yeah. I just feel like if he was one to drop an album, we'd be mm-hmm. like, the new Luther out. Right, that's true. You that's know, true. and I would, I would get it and yeah. be listening to it. Stand the test of time. Yes. I like it. Okay. Yeah, Luther. You would listen to it in Napa? I would, mm. I would. So yeah, I just got back from Napa. I had a work trip for Napa and I've never been there before. Mm-hmm. Um, it is a beautiful, beautiful city. It reminds me a lot of Franklin, Tennessee, but more touristy. If mm-hmm. I had a... Say it, some of the homes are looking like the square of Franklin, the kind of okay. thing. Um, obviously, it's a lot of money over in Napa. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of wine. Like, there's wine with everything in Napa. Yes. But it's Napa. If you go there, you're going there for the wine. Yeah. Um, but it was, it's um, a good little town. I will say that I didn't get to experience all of it because mm-hmm. I was there for work, you yeah. know. And, yeah. you know, when I work, I work hard. So, um, I would love to go back with a group of girlfriends mm. and just Napa it up and get some kikis and ha-has and a little shopping, a little okay. a little libation, a, a little, little a no co-workers. Girl, yes. <laughs> a little no co-workers, even though I have great co-workers, you know. You do. Shout out to the team. But right. um, at the same time, you a know. A girl's trip. A girl's trip. I like it. I'm there. Yes. 
We should do it. Okay, I'm down. Let's go. Sold. Yay. Napa, if you have any tips on Napa, if you've been, let us know. We like the wine. Yeah, we do like the wine. Well, let's be honest. Faith likes the wine. Oh. I like I like the liquors you, in general. You like spirits. I do like spirits. Mm-hmm. But I'll drink the wine. She'll drink, yeah, you'll drink the But I'm more of a spirits girl. Yeah, I've had to grow into the wine. So I was doing a little much with the spirits. My body is like, mm, can't do this. <laughs> Mm-mm. So now I drink the wine because I'm a sophisticated woman. <laughs> you know that that's funny because you bring that up at the sophistication level of wine. And I am a tequila drinker, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I like hard liquor, number one. I like most of my liquor straight. You a G. I mean, so that is an issue. Mm-hmm. But I never think about it. Like, I like my liquor straight. Mm-hmm. And I don't get sloppy drunk right. unless it's a sloppy drunk occasion. Okay. Right. So it's not like every weekend just tying one on and just laid off in the corner. Mm-hmm. But when you order your liquor straight, people assume that's what you're trying to do. Yeah. And I had someone tell me, like, you ordered your tequila straight. We thought you were about to go in. And I'm like, no, I'm just sipping tequila. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't have to mm-hmm. go in. Everything isn't just shot, 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 right. shot, 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 you know. Some people actually like the taste and like the sip and mm-hmm. simmer on it, but... It's just funny people associate class or um, to, mm-hmm. you know, how you order mm-hmm. your drinks. Mm-hmm. So, not just according to your personal taste. Yeah. Nobody questions how you order your chicken fingers, but how you order your liquor. That's it's, a, it's a whole thing. That's so, true. Hey, do you? Whatever you like, let us know your favorite combinations or drinks. I'm yeah. interested in knowing. Yeah. Okay, so in the news. Yeah. Charlemagne the G. Charlemagne the God. <laughs> Who calls him? I don't think he's a god. Okay. That's a I know this is, that's his name. That's his name. Leonard McKelvey. There you go. Also known as Charlemagne the God. Charlemagne the God. Right. I like Charlemagne the G. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Charlemagne. Charlemagne. Okay. Mm-hmm. He sat down with Travis Scott. Yes. And talked about the horrific incident that happened at Astro World. Mm-hmm. Um... So what are your thoughts on that, Faye? Um, interesting that it happened. Um, the interview or what happened at the, Astroworld? Let's clarify. Well, obviously what happened at Astroworld was very tragic. True. And unfortunate. And, you know, our hearts, thoughts, and prayers go out to those families mm-hmm. who lost loved ones for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the interview itself just happening, and, and those of you who may not know, Nason and I are communications professionals. Correct. Um, so I initially, and this was before I saw the interview, I, I thought, why is his team letting him talk? You know, I'm like, what more, what can he say to, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what, what does that add right. to, to the conversation? Just, you know, thinking strategy, like, is it best to have him speak and come forward? And then, you know, you and I watched uh, pieces of it together and it just, I don't, it did, it didn't give what it maybe should have given. No. <laughs> No. So, what about you? So, let me say, I didn't watch the entire thing. Mm-hmm. I watched bits and pieces. Yeah. And I think that he was prepped for it. I think that he answered to the best of his ability. Mm-hmm. I also think it wasn't good enough. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, every five minutes he said, you know. Um, he danced around questions. Yeah. Um, 
And we're sitting down with an interview like this. People want to know your thoughts on what happened, especially given your history of promoting mm-hmm. incidents of violence yeah. and raging yeah. at your concerts. Yeah. Um, I feel like he really just kind of focused on healing and, you know, talking to the families, which of course is totally appropriate. Mm-hmm. But I just felt like he should have, if you're going to sit down, you got to give more. Yeah. You got to give more. Um, the flip side of it is too, we know that with several lawsuits pending, Mm-mm. There is a limit to how much he can say. Absolutely. And most people don't understand that. Like, right. if he gets on there and it says, I'm so sorry for X, Y, and Z, and this is what happened, and blah, 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 and I should have, you know, mm-hmm. even if that's how he feels in his heart, that's going to bankrupt him, and those losses are going to win. Mm-hmm. And not saying they shouldn't win. Right. That's for the right. courts to decide. Yeah. But there's a lot of legal wrangling to that. And we have to remember, it's more than just Travis Scott. It's like when Jay-Z says, I'm not a businessman, I'm a businessman. Mm -hmm. Travis Scott's a business. Mm -hmm. And there are lots of people whose livelihoods depend upon Mm -hmm. him. And so, you know, not saying that he should not be held liable for this. I mean, that's, like I said, for the courts to decide. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like... There's a, a level to, there's a way to say you're sorry mm-hmm. without admitting culpability. That's I just, true. I just don't think he did a good job of it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you. I agree. I kind of, and I don't, Charlemagne to me didn't ask the questions. Like even to me, I just, the, the way the line of questioning went, I don't know. Maybe I was. Charlemagne's a this jockey. He, I mean, he is. You know, he's and not a journalist. He's not a journalist. And I, I don't say that with any amount of shade. No, I know. But there are different levels to this right. profession. There are. And, you know, yeah. some people are there to throw you a softball. Mm-hmm. And some people are there to shine the light in your face and, and throw you the hardball. Right, right. And Charlamagne is not going to throw there. the hardball yeah. at this, which is probably why they selected him. That's true. Because let's be honest, Travis could have talked to anybody. He could have. With one phone call, I'm, I'm sure everyone reached out to him. Mm-hmm. He selected Charlemagne, and in the ne- exactly in the negotiations for this interview, yeah. yeah, because let's not act like there aren't negotiations that go on ahead of time. That's true, especially at this level. That's strategic. You know mm-hmm. that you're like, hey, we're not covering this, we're not covering yeah. that, we're yeah. not talking about this. Mm-hmm. Okay, you can't go here, but not too far. You know, yeah. Yeah. it is very strategic, mm-hmm. and you're gonna pick the person that most aligns with your vision and your story. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm not knocking this PR team's job for that. I'm just thinking, though, if you're going to let him talk, he ha- he'd have to say a bit more mm-hmm. to come off as believable. Yeah. And the reason I even say that is if you look at the comments, and these aren't communication professionals. Mm-hmm. These are comments from the fans, yeah. you know, people who are just watching from the outside, mm-hmm. and there are thousands of comments, and they all say he does not seem sincere. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Every now and then, you get somebody who understands the legalities of it. Yes. But just from a fan perspective, a common man perspective, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. people don't understand that, you know. And they just say he doesn't feel that. Yeah. Like, he just doesn't seem sincere. I mean, there was a major incident here in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And a leader involved in this, um, to me, didn't come off as sincere in one of the press conferences. Uh and it was just interesting. It was, it was a loss of life situation. And I well, was like. She danced around. I'm like, I don't I know what you're talking about. <laughs> In a former life. Got it. Um, yeah. And I yeah, just, but that whole, that whole team. 
Well, absolutely. I know, but it just made me think of the sincerity. People can pick up on and feel like, you know, either I do believe you, whether you're telling the truth or not, but some people can really sell it. Yeah. You know, and others, it's like, you're not giving it. Like, and I hate to say it, it is in a sense of performance kind of too. So, as a communications (sighs) professional, Mm -hmm. people always want to hear from the head. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I want to hear from the top person and have them speak about X, Y, and Z. Yeah. Yeah. And I understand that. Mm-hmm. But I think of many instances where the top person is a visionary. Yeah. They can do, you know, so many good things for whatever organization they're a part mm-hmm. of. Mm-hmm. But speaking in front of crowds is not their forte. Right. Yep. And so people are like, well, why are you hiding them? No, I'm, I'm, I'm not hiding someone. Mm-hmm. I'm letting them do what's in their wheelhouse mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and letting the person who's better at speaking do what's in their wheelhouse. Yeah. Now, some CEOs aren't self-aware right. and don't understand that they're not the best person. Mm-hmm. And you can't tell another one. Exactly. <laughs> but um, I think that's something that, you know, I now know on this side mm-hmm. that I didn't know when I was working in a newsroom. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I know I want so-and-so. Right, right. Well, so-and-so, yes. But the so-and-so might be the E equals MC squared times two times right. whatever. Yeah. And I need somebody can make it make sense to the common man. And that really might be the vice president of X, Y, and Z. Exactly. And so, you know, letting people speak to their gifts mm-hmm. and still get the point across. Yeah. I think that that's key. And, you know, knowing what your strengths are. Absolutely. And being coachable. That's the thing. Being coachable. Being willing to learn. You don't know everything. Um, yeah. And be okay with you're you're not front and center because you're not the best person to push mm-hmm. this forward in you know the fashion we need it to go. Exactly. Like, it's okay to have somebody be the spokesperson. That's why you have spokespeople. Yeah, we have a university who where the president just is not a good speaker, mm. and you know they try. Yeah. And they try, mm-hmm. and they're very smart. Mm-hmm. I right. I think that they are very smart, mm-hmm. but the way that they speak. Yep. Totally contradicts yep. how smart they are. Yeah. And that's a huge issue. Mm-hmm. If they had a better vernacular. Okay. And had a better delivery. Mm-hmm. Half of the issues that they face as president of the university would go away. Mm. I can see that. Would go away. Yeah. Yeah. So likability, especially for a person. If you're going to talk about, you know, any leader has to be likable. Yep. Transparent and authentic. Mm-hmm. Those are the things that people look for in a leader. Yeah. yeah. Um, if you are female, you have to do that times 10. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And there's an extra burden on that. Yeah. But, and if you don't meet that standard, however wrong or right that is, you know, people just kind of throw you away. And yeah. so, yeah. Well, we're looking forward. I mean, we'll keep an eye out, keep up with what's next. Yeah. Developments with this. With the case, the lawsuits, everything. There's yeah. so much, you yeah. know? Yeah. And, you know, we think about... We've all seen footage when Michael Jackson performed in Europe. Out. People fall out, yes. you know? I mean, the mm-hmm. pushing and the shoving mm-hmm. is not new. No. Um, no. I don't recall about anybody dying, but who's to know? We didn't have this level of detail exactly. and immediacy mm-hmm. of news that we have, you yeah, know, yeah. now. Yeah. So I don't know what happened over there and, you know, the different concerts. Mm-hmm. 
but I would hope that there are some changes. You saw a couple artists immediately mm -hmm. making some changes. Yeah, they did. But I'm just like, you know. Stopping the show. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. Also, let me say this. I don't go to concerts where I ain't got a seat. We are of a certain age. Yeah. Uh, that, I think that's a contributing factor. Yeah. Too. Like, I'm not... 1920 I'm willing to stand and my, like, no. So if I have a seat, I must less likely to get pushed because it's my role. Yeah. <laughs> it's not your role. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. And I think that's also a contributing factor to it, too. Like, you know, and I get there are
Of course, like everybody else, as soon as the plane touches down, turn airplane mode off. I'm ready to talk to my people. Yeah. All these alerts come through, mm-hmm. alerting me of storms and the warnings mm-hmm. and what's going on. And I'm panicking because it's my kid. Yeah. Luckily, Faith checks on my baby, and I appreciate it. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you for checking on my child. Um, And at first, I was like, okay, that feels pretty good. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's all good. The power outages, Mm -hmm. my patio furniture is jacked up. My roof probably needs some, you know, work. But all in all, Nashville's standing. Right. Then I look at other places. Mm -hmm. Bowling Green, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Many people dead. Um, places in Arkansas, mm-hmm. nursing home people dead. Mm-hmm. And then looking at Maysville, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Mayfield. Is it Maysville or Mayfield? That was Maysville. I think it's Mayfield. Fact check, keep talking. <laughs> anyway, so. <laughs> it's near Cincinnati. Was it? Yeah. It's Mayfield. No. It is Mayfield. Okay, so that means I done told my mom the wrong city. You did. You done killed people in a whole other city. I did. It's Mayfield. Again, with us being journalists and communications professionals, we always want to make sure we get it right. So So, true. And look, charge it to the fatigue, not the heart. Because I'm a Kentucky girl through and through. And I talked to my mama about Maysville being gone, near Cincinnati. I'm like, I'm so serious. That's not, I'm not, I'm not being funny yeah, at know, all. I like, I am truly exhausted. Like I said, I've yeah. been up for more than 24 and you're hours. you from Kentucky, so you would know. Watch the, the whole there. video yeah. of the storm damage. Correct. It's Mayfield. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Either way. Yes. There's a whole town. Yeah. That's gone. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's gone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, one of my coworkers who lives in Chicago reached out to me and he was like, you know, oh my goodness, how did this happen? And I'm like. Smell the night. Mm-hmm. It's 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. You know, at 3 a.m. you sleep sleep. You REM cycle. Yes, you're sleep sleep. Yep. And you can have all the alarms set and all those things, but, you know, there's yeah. no guarantee. Because mm-hmm. I know how hard I sleep. You do. And most people sleep real good in the storm. They do. And so those things together make it very, very, very dangerous situations. Mm-hmm. You know, tornadoes that happen during the day, there's, of course, inherent risk for that. Schools are in session. Yeah, yeah. People are on the road more so. There's mm-hmm. a lot of other things that mm-hmm. go on. But overnight, when people are asleep and unaware, yeah. it's, it's you know, yeah. very much so a scary situation. Yeah. And they, I mean, meteorologists, obviously, they're pre- predicting it. But of course. again, like you said, it's the middle of the night. So I was here in Nashville and me being me um I got the alert on my phone and nowadays and I hate to say this but it's I automatically think amber alert I just do I'm oh like, yeah somebody kid got snatched who got snatched now yeah those are really like my first thoughts whenever my phone goes off like that we had a lot of amber alerts here recently we have yeah so I'm not think. I mean I'm hearing is like it's lightning outside it's some wind but I'm not thinking Oh, it's a, you know, tornado, possible tornado or whatever. Of course. So, yeah, it went off. I looked, it was like three in the morning. Look at my phone. I'm like, of course, I had attitude because I had to get up. I'm not going to lie, I did. I, just, I was like, ugh, what is this? But for me, I'm such an old lady. I gather myself. I'm like, well, let me try to put on some proper clothing, 
just in case if they got to find me. And I have my purse with me and I put my little slides on. <laughs> I know, but I do. I'm okay. like, get myself together. I don't want to be found. Like, oh, she look a mess. So, <laughs> I pull, I get myself together in a sense. I just do. Have my purse with me. My little, Like, I have my, my kit. Okay. So, I made my way downstairs, but I'm not all the way coherent because I'm sleepy. And then I was hungry. And I was like, well, I guess I'll just make a little snack. <laughs> and I watched the coverage and my phone was fully charged. I was like, yes. make sure your stuff's charged. Um, watching, you know, coverage. And eventually it died down. And then I was like, oh, I'm going to go back to bed now. So, yeah, I checked on Maya. Checked mm-hmm. on, you know, my girlfriend texted her. It was going crazy. I was like, oh, this is too much. But, yeah. It's crazy. Tennessee in general, just yeah. for tornadoes. I mean, the fact that it's December and any time it's, it's December and it's 70 plus degrees, something's going to happen weather-wise. Yeah. We, just, we know that, those of True. us that live here. Definitely. You know? But, yeah, it is unfortunate. It happens, like you said, in the middle of the night and it could be super close to you. Yeah. You know? And you don't know till the next day when it's light out and you're seeing damage. Like, wow, this... Yeah. 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 I mean, I... During the last tornado warning that we had mm-hmm. in Middle Tennessee was my first one post Christopher being deceased. Mm-hmm. And or the first one I paid attention to. Mm-hmm. Let me clarify. Because mm-hmm. it might have been more, mm-hmm. but you know. Yeah. I don't know. But um the power went out. Mm. And so I'm sitting here in the house by myself, mm-hmm. power's out, yeah. with the phone discharged, of course, yeah. but still. And the next day I bought all the flashlights. I know you did. I have all the flashlights. Yeah. I have the light bulbs that come on when the power goes out. Mm-hmm. So even turn my lights out at night right now, the bathroom light still stays on. <laughs> I mean, it makes you get get ready it a does. lot of times. It I does. hate that it takes that for some people, but it does help you. Yeah. To get ready. I don't know. You don't like candles, but I like some candles. No, I don't like the candles. I don't like candles. So. You like colonial times. Okay, go ahead. Yes. No, so yeah. we, um, you know. I hate the fact that this happens. Yeah. I hate the fact that, you know, there are still climate deniers. I hate the fact that those of us, and I'm talking about myself, who even believe that climate change is real, still aren't doing enough to fix it. Um, and, you know, I hope that we wake up sooner than later and think about what we can do to mitigate that. And I hope that we help in the cleanup, you know, mm-hmm. like... Mm-hmm. Mayfield, let me get the city correct mm-hmm. now and call my mom maybe after this podcast taping to let her know I got it wrong. Um, but you know, that's the one thing about small towns, they're resilient, yeah, they are. And those who are left are going to be out there mm-hmm. and they're going to clean it up, yeah, and they're going to clean it up fast because they don't wait for somebody to come in, you True. know, they, sure. they just yeah, they get to work. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, every place has their thing, but yeah. We've seen it. We've seen it here. Mm-hmm. I've seen, you know, my own tornado damage to my own home. So I, I definitely understand what that takes. And yeah. to add loss of life on top of that, just horrendous. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So when you see the meteorologist breaking into your newscast. Yes. Don't complain. Don't. Just be happy that it's not at your house. Exactly. And let them keep everybody else safe. And that's the final word on that. I think it is. I like it. Okay. Talk to you guys later. Be safe. Bye. Bye.